Welcome to the Full Disclosure Podcast. I'm your host, Valerie. And I'm your host, Tiffany. Every Tuesday, join us as we dive deep into society and culture, relationships, fitness and nutrition, personal stories, and much more. No topic is off limits in our world. As hosts, we will also have special guest stars on who have beautiful and inspiring stories to share to the world. So are you ready? Go ahead and follow us on Instagram, which is linked below in each of the show notes and follow for daily inspiration, motivation, and to see what's going on in our lives. And if you have any cool or interesting topics or people you'd love to have us interview on the podcast, let us know. Enjoy the ride, guys. Hello. <laughs> Second time's the charm, right? Yeah, sorry. No, you're okay. my Wi-Fi or something. It's okay. We were trying to figure out Wi-Fi too right before we started recording. So first off, welcome, welcome to the Full Disclosure Podcast. We're so excited to have you on here. I know that there's been a lot going on with the release of your book and everything. So thank you for taking the time just to sit down and chat with us today. Uh, Tiffany's here with me as well. And we just thought maybe you could start off the podcast by telling us a little bit about yourself and what it is that we're talking about today. Well, my name is Ananda. Um, I'm 26 years old and I live in Brussels in Belgium, Europe. Um, And I come from the Netherlands and I just published a book about eating disorder recovery and amenorrhea. So amenorrhea is the absence of your period, uh, which can have different reasons. And yeah, I met Val through the community of Taylor. Um, And yeah, I guess we're talking about uh, that today. (laughs) Yeah, well, we can go a million different routes today. So there really is no script for anything we do. Tiffany can tell you too. We just sit down and uh, do these podcasts and just let things flow. So whatever comes to your mind and what you want to talk about, we are all here for. And there's also the power of editing. So in case there's yeah. something <laughs> that we just say, ah, oh, you know what, let's, let's not include that. Yeah. We can always cut it out or change it up a bit. But again, thank you for being on here today. I know I was really excited all week. I know, me too. And I just want to say I just bought your book off of Amazon. So it should be arriving hopefully tomorrow or Monday. So I'm super excited to read it. Um, And I just, I checked out your Instagram and I loved it. And I'm just, I'm so glad Valerie mentioned me to you. Because I was like, yes, we have to have her on. Like, I'm so excited to hear her story and her journey and see how she's you know, from where she was at then to where she's at now. So thank you so much for being on our podcast. It means a lot to us. Yeah. So thank oh you. Amanda. I love your guys' enthusiasm. It warms my heart. <laughs> <laughs> You're so thank you. Of course, of course. And I know that this book has been a while in the making. And the cool thing is now too, and we'll be sure to link it in the show notes, but the book is now available on Amazon as well. I know we were kind of holding off on recording this podcast until it was available internationally. So I am very excited to say that this book is also available for us in the U.S. So that is so cool. Yeah, I'm so excited. (laughs) So tell us if you you know, feel comfortable sharing, kind of tell us where the idea to write a book came from. Like, at what point did you realize, you know what, 
I want to share this story with other women or other people? Yeah, so I think it was around last year, I would say. And I've always tried to, one of my friends, uh, she writes in her diary a lot. So I started doing that too. But sometimes I felt like writing can take quite some time. And I felt like writing poetry was a lot more efficient. Because mm-hmm. you can kind of get your feelings out there in a few short sentences. Mm-hmm. So it really helped me to process my own feelings. And if something had happened, instead of boil up my emotions, to write it down on paper. Mm-hmm. And one of my friends had published a book. And I thought, you know what? It's a fun thing to do. Why not? Like, let's do something new. Not realizing the impact <laughs> that it could have had, not only on other people but also on me on my family because I really feel super naked and vulnerable um, but yeah I I think it took about five months to ro- write all the poems mm-hmm. um, and I thought because I was sharing a lot of poems on Instagram so I got Emma in 2017 so I didn't get my period I think for one year and yeah, I, I noticed the more that I opened up, the more people around me opened up as well. So that's also why uh, I shared a lot of poems on Instagram. And then I, it, people were answering like, oh, it's so helpful that you posted this. So I guess at one point I just decided, you know what, I'm going to write things myself. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's so awesome. That's, you know, one of the best things I think for a creative outlet is writing, whether that's stories you know, poems, um, haikus, anything like that. And I feel like, you know, it's the best way to get your feelings and your emotions out and what you're feeling with, especially if you don't have somebody you can talk to or you're not comfortable with speaking to somebody, whether that's a family member or a friend, you know, sometimes what we're going through, we don't want to share with certain people yet. And the best way to do it is to put a pen to a piece of paper and just write. And, you know, I'm super excited to read your story and to hear your story and, you know, I'm glad that you were able to overcome what you overcame by writing. And that was just your own creative outlet. And that's beautiful. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I think a lot of people say, like, why didn't you talk to me? But I guess when you're struggling with something, even if people say you can always talk to me, you have to be ready yourself too, right? Because at yes. one point, it's also admitting that something is wrong or that there is something to work on which is something a lot of people are not ready to do because you see everyone living like a perfect life and even though you know Instagram is showing a lot of the good side of life Mm -hmm. you do the same maybe but not Mm -hmm. everybody is ready to also show the other side and you don't have to if you don't want to but I do feel like there's more and more people coming out with their stories being open being vulnerable so I think that also inspires other inspires others. Yeah. Oh my uh-huh. gosh. Absolutely. Yeah. I know one thing, like you had mentioned, um, we met through the coaching program that I work for. And one of the biggest things that we do in this program is we talk about stuff that's uncomfortable and give it a voice. And I think just seeing from not just your feedback, Ananda, but from the other women that are in the group, We all go through so many struggles, but I think socially there is this idea that we're not supposed to talk about the uncomfortable things. Mm -hmm. It's okay if we put on this masquerade and underneath we're silently suffering. And you definitely mentioned something that 
is so true that more people are coming out and sharing their story. And I love that because I think you can relate to this too, Tiffany, Mm because you work with clients as well. There is so much unity when we talk about the things that hurt or make us uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of um, my clients, I'm a life coach. So, you know, um, I help clients who just need kind of a guidance in their life on their journey. But then I also started this podcast for people who, you know, are ready to share their stories to they're ready to have their voice be heard. Um, and to not be afraid to share it because society for years and for years, for some reason, especially with women, we, you know, we have to speak a certain way. We have to look a certain way. We have to, you know, act a certain way. We can't, you know, say what's really on our, on our minds otherwise we're considered as you know like a bitch or you know what i'm saying yeah or too emotional too emotional or you're crazy and it's like no like we have all have our our traumas we've all gone through our own stuff and this podcast is for these women and men's voices to be heard Mm -hmm. because that is so important because you never know if somebody listening has been through that or is going through that and you never know if your words can change their life Mm -hmm. you know and so this is why i do this and this is why I had Valerie come on with me because I love her voice and I just, I'm so happy that we met and that we're yeah. doing this and, you know, and I'm glad that you found your voice, Oh my you know, gosh, and yeah. that you're now sharing it with the world. You know, you're not afraid to do that anymore. Yeah. Well, feel- I'm not going to lie. I am super afraid. <laughs> you're still afraid? I mean, yeah. yeah, of course. I mean, it's super scary being open mm-hmm. and vulnerable. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Like yesterday when there was like the TV crew and everything from the local newspaper, I was like, oh my God, I want to hide. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's that's yeah. something that Val always says as well and Taylor in our group as well. It's like, feel the fear and do it anyway. Because yeah. mm-hmm. if you never change your routine or if you never do something scary, you're going to stay where you are as well. So there's so yeah. much growth yeah. in facing your fears and doing it anyway and that doesn't mean it's not scary yeah um, but it also gets easier I guess after a while I hope <laughs> no that's that's a really good point because I know one thing we talk about a lot is getting out of our zone of comfortability uh-huh. And so much growth happens there because like you said, Ananda, we switch up the routine. I think often we have these hopes and these expectations for how life could be or where we want to be, but we don't change anything. Mm -hmm. So it's almost really wasteful wishing to hope things will change. But if we don't take that action, then it's not going to happen. And if we're waiting for that quote, perfect moment, or when we're feeling the most comfortable, chances are probably won't happen because most of the things that we experience in life that lead to the best growth are things that are uncomfortable that may be a little bit risky that give us those you know heart palpitations and Mm -hmm. you know make our palms sweaty so I love that you are so open about the fact that you are still scared shitless but you're doing it I mean and and that right there takes courage to do is to admit that you know um because not a lot of people would they'll be like oh yeah you know I'm fine like i no fear right but I mean this is like for you like this is like a whole brand new world almost because you have you know the book and you have the the media now associated with that and you know yes like I would be scared pretty shitless with the media and how they can you know interpret things and how they can twist things and that's such a strong mindset and it's gonna be scary girl 
but yeah for sure because pushing through it yeah even if you tell your story like i always called it an eating disorder i never called it anorexia or anything but of course the word anorexia sells so that's what the media is going to put out there Uh and uh like when you see that it's like okay well people want to label it right people want to label Uh things and that's all fine and if you had all the symptoms and everything but it's also like super confrontational like okay Uh i'm out there with my face with my name Uh (laughs) and all those texts and words but that's why I also feel like podcasts are a great way because that's not on paper. You really hear the person speak and how they feel. So yeah. I'm super excited also to talk to you guys because I've listened to yeah. some of the podcasts and I was like, yes, these are the type of women I need in my life. Because, <laughs> you know, but the support, support is so important, right? Because yeah. if you're going to open up or if you're going to follow your own path, there's going to be people that don't like it. But yeah. the trick is to be so comfortable with your own decisions that you don't care about what others think. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Very that's, true. That's amazing. You just said it is so true. And I think, too, that kind of goes to a lot of what we've been talking about, you and I, Ananda, about just being so comfortable and confident in yourself and being your number one hype woman and hyping up other women as well. Because I think we get to a point then where we realize come hell or high water, if you believe in what you're doing, if you stand firm behind your decisions and your choices, then it doesn't matter what anyone else has to say. Because one thing I was thinking about too this morning was like, it does not matter where I am in life or what I'm doing. Someone is going to have an opinion that contradicts what I love or want to do. So why not just do the radical thing of following what I'm called to do or share the story, which is what you're doing. And I love that so much because like Tiffany was saying, it takes so much courage and guts to do that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> like normally, I always have something to say, but the past weeks, for the first times in my life, I've been really speechless with everything. <laughs> I can imagine it's it's definitely a new world to navigate. I'm sure. Yeah, but I think it's also like when you open up to people, there's conversations you normally wouldn't have. Yeah, like, I'm sure you you guys have felt the same. Like when you share your story, suddenly. Yeah everyone shares their story and it's like a domino effect because I remember when I was younger I was super down and I was like I'm never going to change the world and then one of my friends said yeah but if you change one person's world and that person changes another person's world and Mm -hmm. etc etc then you have like the domino effect Mm -hmm. and then in the end you have the whole world so I really think that like you said the support group of women we have and showing other people yeah kind of showing them what it what it means to be vulnerable or how it can help them sharing their story mm-hmm. the, in that way you can make a, a little positive impact on everybody oh my gosh yeah such a such a difference and I love that your friend mentioned that because it's so true I think often we think it has to be all or nothing go big or go home mm-hmm. but truly you never know what um someone says how it's going to impact you and like I've know I know I've mentioned this before um but Taylor who I work for I used to be a coaching client of hers Mm -hmm. and we used to work out at the same gym and I randomly went up to her one day and I said thank you for your Instagram content Mm -hmm. 
And I have been thinking about saying that for a while. I just didn't know how to approach her. Cause it's like, how do you, is it okay? Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> um, and I remember this was when she had like 10,000 followers. So for me, that was huge. And I think it still is if you have that many, but now she's at close to 55,000 something followers and she's amassed this beautiful business. But I remember I talked to her and from that, just saying your content resonates with me. Like, I get to work for her now. I found this podcast with Tiffany. I had the guts to move to a whole new state. I'm interviewing an amazing client that lives on a completely different side of the world. Mm -hmm. And that literally came from one comment. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so you're so right. You never know what that one comment or that one thing you do, how that's going to impact somebody else or even someone who's listening to your story right now through this podcast. Mm -hmm. So I love that mindset. Yeah. Um, if you don't mind, Ananda, could you maybe share your story a little bit for those of you? Well, not for those of you, for those of us maybe who haven't heard it. Um, <laughs> Which like is probably this. most people. <laughs> no, uh... um, but yeah, tell us a little bit more about your story and where a lot of I guess your former eating patterns came from yeah uh so I can do that for sure um I think I will go back to puberty I was actually quite insecure back then which I think a lot of girls have when they go through puberty um I remember that I wanted to be a model it was like my little girl's dream and at 12 I remember some of my friends saying I I was not pretty enough to be a model and I I, I thought to myself like watch me so I think around 15, I started with photo shoots and everything. And a lot of things happened in middle school. And I found that, and I was never fat, just a disclaimer, I naturally have a slim body. Um, but I found that the modeling was a bit stricter. And if you have a good modeling agency, they guide you with the right, uh, I wouldn't say diet, but the right lifestyle, the right workouts. But I never had that support. So for me, I discovered, okay, if I eat a bit less, I lose weight. In turn, I became food obsessed. I remember stepping on a scale every day. And if I would weigh one kilo, um, I don't know how much LBS that is, sorry. <laughs> one kilo more or less, I would let that dictate my day or how much I would eat. Um, and I always stayed around the same weight, but I would have like an apple for lunch. Um, and then a lot of people say like, yeah, but why didn't your parents give you a lunchbox or something? Yeah, I would have just thrown it away. Um, and I would say the eating disorder did not come from the modeling, but I think it, they kind of reinforced each other. But also as a model, you can't really be too skinny either because then you don't work. Um, but I wanted to control things around me. And my way of doing that was by food. Um, so then I had a gap year and then I started studying. I gained a lot of weight at the end of my gap year. I think I gained around 10 kilos. I guess that's 20 LBS, but I would have to look that up. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, it's roughly in there. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing. Um, so then I, I was studying and I modeled on the side and then, um, I broke up with my ex-boyfriend in mid 2017 and I didn't want to feel the pain of that breakup I just wanted to pretend it never happened so I started working out every day something which I had never done before and 
I started eating like 1200 calories or less and I think that's when I stopped the pill and my period didn't come back and at one point I was like yeah but it's because I stopped the pill it takes a while before your period comes back and it didn't come back it didn't come back after three months didn't come back after five months and at that time like I remember my parents saying like hey maybe you should eat a bit more or maybe you're exercising too much but I didn't want to hear it um, and I was always cold I I was always tired but and also super food obsessed right I would eat like super little during the week and then I would get like binge attacks during the weekend and then I would in the week uh, eat less again because in the weekend I would have gained maybe one or two kilos because of the binging yeah. like super strange eating pattern I kilos of fruits and vegetables um, so then it, I stopped modeling in the beginning of 2018 and I started working um, but I still I even started running at that time like I was trying to get my period back but not really because I was hoping I could just get it back by working on my patterns working on my triggers doing some more spiritual healings while not changing my food pattern um, which didn't work <laughs> And then I went on a retreat to Cambodia end of 2018, which was very nice and my body was a lot calmer, but I never changed my food patterns. I kept working out every day. I think at one point I worked out six days a week instead of seven. I was like, oh, I, I take one rest day. That should be enough. Um, and then I moved to Brussels and then I met a spiritual healing coach on Instagram and I started working with her and then at one point I was like okay but what if I want kids one day I really yeah I don't want to make that choice right now right um so I went on another retreat with a spiritual coach in Nepal that was June 2019 so one year ago and then when I came back I was like yeah but something has to change now like you can't eat the same breakfast the same lunch the same dinner and expect something to change um, so when I started eating more eating better um, I'm a vegetarian so I never replaced my meat actually because uh, I was like oh yeah I don't need to replace that with all the tofu and tempeh which clearly you need all of your macros right um, so I hired a well not a food coach but someone gave me a food program to stick to like this is what you can eat for lunch dinner breakfast but then after a while I was like yeah but then you have this one month food program what do you do after so I felt like the disordered eating just shifted from my own food pattern which was the same food every day to a new food schedule which was the same food every week so then you don't really solve the problem um, and I stopped cardio altogether somewhere in that year uh, and then it went better and better. I kept working on my healings and I felt like I was doing super well. And at that time, I also wrote the book. So end of 2019 and I submitted it to the publisher in December um, and it got validated in March. And then in March, you had the lockdown. Uh, so the first thing I did when we went into lockdown, I think I cried for one hour because the gym's closed because <laughs> I was like, what am I going to do? My oh, girl, me closing. too. <laughs> like, oh, God, I don't. OK, I don't want to yeah. make light of Corona. I don't. Um, 
but I definitely was in that same spot as you because I mean you know given what we do and everything like that it was kind of like whoa and I know for a lot of people too it's a great outlet just to keep healthy moving so then I was like this is perfect we're going into lockdown for three weeks I can do the diet I used to do before like 800 calories for three weeks then build up again and then I will look so skinny after these three weeks and then I I think I did it for one week and then I thought to myself yeah you you got your period back and you want to do this again like it doesn't make sense at all and then I I was following Taylor on Instagram already for a while and I once had a call with her but I never went through with it and then I planned another call with her and I was at the end of the call I was like yeah I'll let you know what I'll do and she was like yeah when people tell me I'll let you know what I'll do that usually means they're not gonna go through with it um so do you really want to be in the same spot in six months and you've already had a call with me once what's stopping you now and then I thought you know what I'm just gonna say yes I'm gonna do it for one month and then I'll see and I've been doing it I think for four or five months now like she has been the best I I think we worked our way up right now I'm at 2700 calories and of course it's scary and I, I feel big I feel seen even though I am not it's just a feeling that I have to work through but that was really the switch I think as well um, so that's that's and then of course the book came out uh, a few weeks ago and yeah it's been I was also thinking you bring out the book you wouldn't have been able to stand there and stand in your power had you still looked super skinny or whatever so in the end I when I look back on the whole process um, because there was also a lot of learning my own pattern seeing what my triggers were seeing because I really feel like other people are a mirror to how you feel on the inside so I've lost some people on the way made some mistakes of course but when I look back at the process, everything kind of seems to make sense. So I, I don't know if that story made sense, but... Oh, heck yeah. It does. It totally makes sense. Yeah. And now we're here at the podcast. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's, it's crazy how all these little moments add up. And I think if there's one thing I've learned just from my own life and then also listening to every other person's story your story and tiffany's story even though we don't know what it all adds up to just knowing that there is a plan and a purpose to what is happening for us Mm -hmm. is so important because i think it gives us the hope that we need in order to get through whatever situation we're going through right now and i love that you choosing to go through the coaching program with Taylor was another one of those moments where you definitely felt the fear, but you did it anyway. Because I remember when you were first joining the group, I mean, you came in with so much energy already. I was like, oh, this girl's going to be such an awesome addition to the group. And you've just grown and manifested so many beautiful things in your life, even though it's scary getting out of that comfort zone and I think there's so much to be said especially about body image and eating disorders because 
I think one thing we can all agree on as women, at some point or another, there has been something that has led us to think less of ourselves, and maybe either had an eating disorder or participated in disordered eating. So it's not an uncommon story, as sad as that sounds, but I think by sharing these stories, we're creating that open dialogue. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I really, I always say, like, even if it helps one girl to feel better about herself or to choose the path of, of loving herself a bit more, or even guys, right? Um, then, then we've done our job. I mean, it all starts with one person in the end. Yeah, it does. And like you said, it's a domino effect. Yeah, it takes that one person to say that one thing or to post that one thing, and then boom like your whole world shifts it changes you know and it changes for the better so and it's crazy how something like that can happen that's why our words are so we have to be so careful of the words we choose the words we say to people because if we say something negative that's going to have such a negative impact on that one person that that could lead them to do you know god knows what but then if you have if you say something positive to somebody their life is going to be like, wow, this girl or this man like said this, like I can do this. And then they're going to help somebody else. And then they're going to help somebody else. And it's just crazy because like you said, like we may not know it. We may not think our words matter or changes somebody's life because we, we may meet this one person and say something positive and never see them again, but their life could be changed. And then they could change somebody else's life, you know? So it's like, you got to be so careful how we use our words and, and how we, but then the people who also interpret, you know, we also have to be careful of how we interpret things too, because yes. some things can get so misguided and so, so wrong. I know that I deal with it sometimes on a daily basis where it's like, no, I did not mean it like that. Or they're like, no, I did not mean it like that, you know? So it's like, but it's being able to be open and be like, no, 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 that's not what I meant, you know, is that's what's really important. So, you know, our voices are so important and it's like, it's so crazy, you know? Yeah, no, fully agreed. And, and of course sometimes things can come like everybody's going to read or see things from their perspective right mm -hmm. i mean even when people for example read the book or if i post something or even in this podcast people are gonna hear it from their perspective and take what they need from it because in the yeah. end everybody is on their own journey and you can't expect someone to see or hear something they're not ready to see or hear so they're going to take something that aligns with them uh -huh. in a sense um yeah but it's also like for with eating disorder recovery you know what you have to do to do it but you have to be ready to do it too uh -huh. that's exactly right that is very powerful words right there knowing what you need to do versus doing it is completely different but if yeah. you can do both if you know what you need to do and you can do it that's life-changing right there mm -hmm. And so it's also true. scary, of course. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I think I mentioned it to Val a few weeks ago or to the group. It's like I was kind of hoping to be that one person. Like now I'm in a growing phase for muscles, for example. I was kind of hoping to be that one person to skip the growing phase and go straight to the lean <laughs> look. <laughs> But of course, that's not going to happen. And it's the same with recovering from something or, or facing your trauma. You have to go through the mud to come out stronger on the other side. But you cannot skip the mud or the growing phase. Yeah. Oh, I love that. It's yeah. it's so true. And um, I think one thing, too, that this reminds me of is that no matter where we are in life, even 
if we've healed a lot of trauma, sometimes we will have moments where we have to get back into that mud and go through it again a little bit or continuously work on it. And I think that's one of the biggest things that I want people to realize, especially women, because I think this is one of the most common things I see when it comes to diet culture is women and I'm sure guys too. And again, the reason I'm not saying men is because I don't have that perspective. So I don't want to misspeak, but I do know that they go through their own struggles when it comes to their diet culture. But for women, I often see like, oh, I went through this 12 week program or I went through the six week bikini phase. I'm good. I'm good. Like I healed it. I know what I need to do. But then they get really discouraged if, let's say, six months down the line, maybe they've gained a little bit of weight back. They're like, oh, my gosh, I'm at my starting point again. But the truth is, I don't think we ever are. The fact that we're growing and constantly seeking new ways to learn and to think and to see means that we are different than who we were Uh when we first even attempted something, Uh if that makes sense. So... Um, you bringing up the fact that you have to go through that mud in order to get to the opposite side is so true. And that course that we have to go on is never completely done. And that in and of itself should be okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm yeah. just nodding at everything you say. <laughs> yeah, I know. We are too. I'm, I'm just like nodding. Like, yes, saying, I agree. Mallory's saying, saying, I wish you guys could see me because I'm like, oh yeah, she hit that on the nail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know it's a whole bunch of nodding. Like, Like, yes, you're right. Yeah, but you're, yeah, you're very, very right. It's like, even if you think you're back at square one, you can never be back at square one because Mm -hmm. you've always learned something. Yeah, you've always grown. Whether that was a little growth or a lot, you've always, you've grown. You know, you can never go back to square one. You've, yeah, Yeah. it's, oh my gosh. So, ah, you have no idea how much I still (laughs) agree with it. Oh, it's so true. And I think too, like um, Ananda and I were actually talking about this this week. She is such an amazing, not just client, but friend and hype woman too. Because one thing I want to put out there, I'm sure Tiffany, you've experienced this as well. Even though we're in positions of coaching and helping Mm -hmm. encourage other people, we still have our down moments where we doubt ourselves. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I definitely had that this week and I just, I felt really down and to be quite honest, like, um, I have moments, Ananda, I'll tell you right now, straight up. I'm like, I don't deserve to be where I am or I don't deserve to coach you guys because I'm like, no, they need this. They need that. But then you reminded me, it does not matter where I am right now. If I'm constantly learning and growing and choosing to make myself the most important person in my life Mm -hmm. and showing up in a way that not only inspires me, but inspires others, that's the most powerful thing you can do. And that's one affirmation that I take with me all the time now, Ananda, is the idea that I am the most important person in my life and it's okay to have some setbacks, but I'm never at square one again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, Oh, Val, you don't know how important you are to the group. <laughs> it's like, kind of, you want to show other women, like, look at how great you are. Look at how fantastic you're doing. And then you look in the mirror and you can be so downgrading about yourself sometimes. Whereas you should also be your own biggest fan, right? And, yeah. and loving what you do and being proud of what you do, it doesn't mean arrogance necessarily. Yeah. 
Like I, yeah. I feel like there's a big difference between being willing to learn, but also being proud of what you've achieved and being arrogant about what you've done. Because mm-hmm. some people are like, yeah, but what if I, lo- I, I really love myself and I'm proud of what I've done? What will other people think I'm arrogant? No, it really depends on how you bring your message across. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. work from your heart, that's when the magic. So true. I had to send the press release and the the book company sent it and then there were I think not so many replies and then I wrote a message from my heart and then I got so many responses so I really feel like if you work from your heart then that's when other people feel a connection too yes that that's a really good point actually because um I think one thing I've noticed is I get the most support and the most love just in life overall, but especially when we're talking about clients, Mm -hmm. just when I'm open and I say, Hey, this is where I'm struggling. This is where it's going hard. And I'm not having an easy time with this. And it just really comes from a place of this is really where it's at because I think people are able to better resonate when you are being that authentic self. And like Mm -hmm. you were saying, um, Ananda with the, email or letter that you had to write when you really wrote it from the heart you were able to get that message across and you got a better reception and I I love that example. yeah yeah and even now when everything is being shared and in the news I, I still post on my in- Instagram like guys I'm I am having a hard time with all of this coming out and mm-hmm. I told my mom and my friends like I want to stop this why did I do this and my mom was like yeah but you're the kind of person that does something and then you think after so of course if I had known that this would happen maybe I wouldn't have done it but that's also why probably it needed to happen in that way because sometimes yeah yeah very true good to trust the process and to let go and just see how it flows and trust me letting go not my strength (laughs) I think for a lot of people like you want to keep that control or know what's going to happen but there's mm-hmm. also some kind of beauty in like not knowing how things will play out. Yeah, That's so true. Letting go of that control yeah. and just letting mm-hmm. life happen. Because I think too, we're able to take in and receive so much more than we could ever have imagined for ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you have no expectations but you can still do your affirmations and really believe in something, but then it will be even be- bigger and better. Mm-hmm. So true. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I know. It's, I think it's just hearing stories as to where other people have been and what they've gone through is one of the most intimate ways. I believe we as humans can connect with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's such an art to storytelling and I can tell you right now Ananda that there's going to be someone who's going to read what you wrote and say that resonates so much with me and it'll strike a chord in them and that's going to change them and that's going to change the trajectory of their life you know and that's so powerful to think about and I'm glad that you're not able to go back yeah. and <laughs> take all this back and yeah. given that crystal ball because you needed to do this for you and your healing journey, but also so that other people could feel like, you know what, 
somebody else went through this and they're healing and it's going to be okay. Yeah. Because, because I, think, I think... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, everybody has their moments where they're in their bed crying and like, how am I ever going to get out of this? Yeah. But you will get out of it. Like... Yes. I, I, I even... I said it yesterday on the news. I was like, yeah, sometimes I still feel like a sack of potatoes, but then it's not as bad as it used to be before and I still get out of bed. And of course, mm -hmm. in the news it says sack of potatoes, which is totally fine because you got to see the fun in it a little bit too. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. Some days you feel like uh, a beautiful flower and some days you don't. But that's yeah. Yeah, yeah. totally normal. Like nobody <laughs> feels 100% all the time. That's exactly. true. That's yeah. impossible. So true. And I think too it's okay to not always feel 100 percent yeah and definitely. to own that too and not think that oh this is terrible if i'm not where i was yesterday or where i was last week i think it's just about owning each day and still seeing the beauty in it because there are these little precious moments in each day and like you were saying sometimes you just you have to laugh at yourself and i know like a lot of the time that's what tiffany and i do we'll like share stories and we'll just laugh because I mean obviously as they were happening they weren't the best things mm -hmm. in the world but now just sitting back and being at a place where you can kind of see the laughter in it and not take it too seriously just allows you to have more of an open mindset yeah I think yeah Mm -hmm. very true and I feel like sometimes guys also have that a bit more than women like we women tend to overthink like I was mm -hmm. like oh my god this article mentions this and that and one of my brother's friends he noticed that it was a premium article so all he said was like oh my god to my brother oh my god your sister is premium and we are just normal she's like up there and we're down here and it just made me laugh so much like a very light and different way to look at a story yeah mm -hmm. like sometimes you need those people in your life too who just see the fun in everything and yeah because in the end you live once well you live this life once um mm -hmm. but it's also about having fun right in the how yeah. do you want to look back you want to have had some fun too absolutely it, but that's so true like i love that you mentioned that about what your brother took away or not your brother i'm sorry your brother's friend took away from the article because I can attest to that. That is me so often too. I'll be like, oh my gosh, this and this and this and that. And someone's going to mention something completely different. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, so you weren't paying attention to the thing yes. that I was worried about? <laughs> yeah. And it's so funny. It's like, wait, what? That's what you got away from the whole thing? Was yeah. that? Yeah. I was like super freaked out. I was like, what are people going to think? What are they going to say? Like, like of course people in in the local area they know who my parents are they know who my brother is I'm like how am I gonna kind of protect them from this and then that's what they take away from it I, I'm like I work for nothing or mm -hmm. if you have a, a bad hair day or you feel a bit bloated nobody's actually gonna see and also yeah. if your friends you like your friends for who they are you don't like them for the way they look you like them mm -hmm. for the energy they bring yeah. or for how they listen to you, how they care for you. So you should like yourself for the same things as well. That's a really yeah. good point. Yeah. I love that because I think often we're very quick to nitpick ourselves and I'm guilty of that too. But you're right. Like when I look at like my friends or I look at you, Ananda or Tiffany, like I don't look at you and whatever flaws that you may think you have. Like I don't see those. I don't yeah. even notice those. So it's like, why would other people be doing that to us? 
Yeah. They wouldn't. Yeah. That's a really good point. Just like we were saying about the bad hair day. I think I have a bad hair day every day, but for somebody else, they may think my hair is on fire, you yeah. know? But it's like, yeah. I wake up because like, like you said, we're never a hundred percent with ourselves all the time. You know, there's some days I wake up and I'm just like, mm, I don't like this today or whatever. But then somebody else could be, you know, somebody else on the outside could see something totally different. So yeah, I, it, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, it really is. And I just read a quote today that said, if you don't feel like loving yourself, look at yourself through a mother's eyes and you will like try to see what they see. Because I, well, I'm not a parent myself, uh, but I have a very good relationship with my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know not everybody has, so I'm super thankful for that. But I can only imagine that for parents, it must be super difficult to see your son or daughter struggling because I guess when you're a parent, for you, your kid is like the best thing in the world, the most beautiful thing ever. So try to see yourself through other people's eyes as well. Cause, yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. yeah. Cause I know Tiffany's a mom. Yeah, I am. Oh, so nice. So yeah. she can, she definitely can speak to that. Cause I know you yeah. mentioned your son quite a bit and he's your world. He is my, he's honestly the reason why I'm alive today. Um, oh, I had him young at 18. I was going down a dark path with just my past. Um, some traumas I had and uh, you know I ended up getting pregnant and even though of course it was like a total mistake at the time right but I don't look at it as a mistake he's like the best mistake ever he's he saved my life I am here because of him and he's the center of my world and I do everything and anything for him you know so this podcast he doesn't think about it now but I keep telling him this podcast is also for you because I want you to be able to do something to give back to humanity mm-hmm. and seeing you know whether that's having your own business whether you're a philanthropist whether whatever it is i want you to be able to be like it's okay to actually share your feelings and your emotions because i know with men sometimes it's hard yeah. for them to be 100 percent true with themselves or to people because there's this stigma around it that if you are your i mean i don't even know what they get called yeah i like, guess it's like you're not manly yeah enough. you're not manly enough or you don't deserve to be a man or something cr- absolutely crazy which is not true but i want him to know that it is okay for you to be sentimental or to be emotional for you to care mm-hmm. for you to have yeah. a voice and it is okay yeah you know well so. that's great no, I think yeah. especially for men, there's also a lot of stigma around still. But then I, I remember you guys' podcast about past relationships as well. Um, and I think also if as a woman you become more open, you also automatically attract men that are more aligned with that. That is so true. Yeah, if you're like insecure which is fine everybody has their insecurities but you also you want yourself to be treated in a specific way and if you value yourself more you would never go for specific men that don't value you in the same way and for men it's the same they also deserve super loving and caring women mm-hmm. like oh, 100%. when I look at the men I have in my life right now they are total sweethearts like really Aww. like even <laughs> as friends and and yeah, I just love that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, I think there's something so important to be said about we accept the love we think we deserve. Yes, yes. And I, I think love different. Quotes. Oh, <laughs> yes. me too. Um, I think I like. I was thinking back a little bit to like who I was when I first started dating in like my early twenties versus who I am now, and I was thinking like 
I would never attract the same people because who I am and what I know I'm worth is so different. And so it's very interesting to see how often the relationships we are in romantically even um, are just a big reflection of what we think we deserve in our own life. Mm -hmm. So I love that you were talking about aligning yourself with the right people because it's the same thing with friendships, with business, with anything. The energy you put out is the energy you're going to get back. And it doesn't mean you don't make mistakes along the way, of course. Oh, I mean, I've made oh, plenty oh. of mistakes this year. <laughs> yeah. Well, mistakes. I mean, yeah, sometimes you're also the bad person in someone's life, right? Yeah. Sometimes you also oh, hurt yeah. people. And and that's also, at one point, you also have to forgive yourself for that, no matter how, how hard it is. Yeah. I think that's, that's something really I'm thing. still uh, learning. <laughs> yeah. It, um, like Val... Val said, or I'm gonna call you Val now. Oh, it's okay. Oh, yeah. I know. I'm like, Valerie. Sorry. Okay. I, got I got that nickname from the academy, and I'm just like, okay, if everybody wants to call yeah. me Val, I'm what? fine with it. That's not your real nickname? Huh? It's not your real nickname? No, I mean, it is now because since I was working with all of you guys in the academy, everyone started calling me Val, and I was like, okay. I'd like, I have no problem with it. Okay, good. You're <laughs> like, because I'm still gonna keep calling you that. <laughs> wait go ahead I forgot what I was saying oh, yeah. oh my gosh <laughs> no worries no worries maybe it'll come it will come and if it does just interject and yeah um but yeah it's just and it was about making that's... mistakes <laughs> and like forgiving yourself for them owning up to it oh yeah what I was gonna say is you know we are not perfect we are human mm-hmm. we need mistakes because that's how we learn yeah you know um and it's also from those mistakes you learn it's learning from those and not making the same repeat mistakes because i have i've been known to do that in my younger years to repeat the same mistakes and it's like well i'll learn about it when i get older you know i just kind (laughs) of move away right yeah um and it's okay for all you guys listening out there it's okay to make mistakes failure don't be afraid of failure that's how we learn that's how we grow and without those we would not be able to get out of our comfort zone to be able to achieve these many great, beautiful things, mm-hmm. you know, and to, and don't, and it's okay to change your daily routines because some people's daily routines are very mundane and they're, and they're okay with that. And that's, that's them. That's their opinion. I don't have anything against that. You know, everybody's their own way, but for me, I change my routine and I grow from it, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what's so important because that's how we're going to make a difference in our lives. Yes. You know, um, cause you never know who is actually paying attention to us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't, you don't know who's actually listening to what you're saying or is actually watching what you're doing and following you, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. it's being able to make those mistakes and learn and grow, but it's just so important because I still do it. You know, we're all human. Oh, yeah. I'm a life coach. And sometimes I have plants that are going through things that I have not yet healed fully from, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, and that's okay because maybe I can learn from the, from them too, you know, along the way. So yeah, mistakes are a beautiful thing, I think. And that's how we learn and that's how we grow. So like I said, we're not yeah. perfect. And if we were, then I don't know how I life think would it'd be, be a little, like, then you wouldn't be boring. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, um, I was thinking too, like recently one topic that I keep seeing over and over is women being very hard on themselves and saying, oh, I didn't do this right. Or I didn't do that right. Or I made a mistake here. Always. It's great to own up to like, if you made a mistake or you want to do something better, but 
I think you never truly make a mistake unless you are confronted with that same situation again and you make the same decision even though you know better mm -hmm. yeah. and yeah. that decision has the potential to hurt you or to hurt someone else that's when I think we really start making like those bigger mistakes mm -hmm. but even at that point don't think that you aren't past like redeeming or doing better but what I mean to say is we need to stop being so hard on ourselves especially when we're first learning something or if we learn something new yeah. you know because again I think the real um again I don't even want to call it mistake but I guess if we want to use it for this argument but the yeah. real mistake comes from if we know better and we've learned and we've been confronted by this before and we have the tools available to make the better decision mm -hmm. that's then where I'm like okay well we're gonna need to rethink how we make choices mm -hmm. but if you're going through something for the first time and you're learning and mm -hmm. you have that open heart and open mind there is no such thing as making a mistake you yeah. are learning yeah yeah yeah, you know, true. so yeah, yeah. There's a it's saying true. about this in Dutch, but I don't know how to translate it in English. But it basically comes back to a donkey doesn't hit himself twice at the same time. Yeah, road. but I don't know. The, I'm sure there's an English saying for this too, but I can't find it in my head. Right oh my now. gosh, hey, it's I have the same thing sometimes. Like I'll know German phrases and things, but to try to translate them yeah. into English is so hard because you lose so much of the humor wit and even the lesson sometimes yeah. in the language yeah um but i i know what you mean totally get it yeah. i mean it's the same thing like um i know this analogy has been used and i'm saying it just as an analogy i'm not saying do this but like um I've heard before, like when you're little, like let's say you accidentally touch the kettle or the stovetop when it's hot. Yeah. Like, you know, you're not going to do that again because of the consequence of what happens yeah. when you do that, mm -hmm. you know? So it's kind of like that. Yeah. You learn and you, you learn. adapt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Well, I love that. Wow. Ananda, any, I'd say parting words or final thoughts for anyone listening or maybe even something you wish you could tell your 16 or 17 year old self love yourself no <laughs> it's one of the quotes <laughs> you will recognize it I'm sure it's called love yourself as well it's like um no I think really um it's tough to give one advice, right? Because yeah. there's so many things you learn on the way. And again, everybody sees things from their own perspective. But try mm -hmm. to, when you're doubting or when you're debating, I feel like you have three brains, which is like your head, your heart, and your gut. Listen to your gut. Mm -hmm. And yes. really... Yes. Oh, yes. So, follow your intuition. If you know yeah. your gut and your intuition is saying something is wrong, follow it. Oh, yeah. You know, that is, yes. Oh, my gosh, girl. That is so... Because... Like, I love it that's so one, true yeah. yeah one of my coaches said that's where your overthinking comes from if you don't follow your gut your energy gets uh -huh. stuck in your gut and it goes up to your head and you start to overthink so really try to listen to your that body so go true. back to your yes yeah. that's yeah that is that's very true oh yeah that's no. a different way to think about it oh yeah, yeah. Well, like even from a, um, a scientific standpoint, like one of the things that I've studied before is gut health and, you know, the mm -hmm. whole GI tract stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like part of gut health truly is there's a reason why our guts tell us something. Yes. They are so like 
sensitive in the best way possible because they know how to tell us what we need more of, what we need less of, and if something's off whack. So listen to that gut. That's so true. I love that. I love how you went from saying, I don't know if I have one thing to (laughs) just saying something so powerful. Yeah. (laughs) There's so much to share and so much to learn. (laughs) But I really feel like it's your third brain. Like also yeah with food and everything like your gut will tell you if your body can process something because that's different for everybody too and mm-hmm. i feel like whenever my emotions are stuck it always comes back to my belly and i think a lot of women have that and i think uh-huh. also that's where why it's so important for example to have a regular period because everything yes. for women it's really in the womb and in the belly and mm-hmm. you know you gotta love your belly I think that was yeah. one of the toughest advice I, I got because I hate I hated my belly. I hated my stomach. I always wanted it to be flatter. And then one of my coaches I had last year, she was like, Yeah, but you have to love your stomach. So every night put your hands on your stomach and ask your stomach, what do you want to tell me? You are allowed to be here. You are safe. And I was like, uh, yeah, I, I really don't want to do that. And she was like, yeah, that's why you have to do it. You know, because if it makes you <laughs> uncomfortable, it's probably uh-huh. going to help you grow. So I feel like as women, we really need to be so much more loving to our bodies because in the end, they can do so much. I mean, Mm -hmm. like Tiffany, like you said, you got a baby. Like how freaking amazing is it that your body made a human? It's it's insane. Girl, there are times where I look at myself and I'm like, I carried this big baby for (laughs) nine months. I mean, it's a beautiful, amazing thing, you know, but like it's crazy what our what women's bodies can do and Mm -hmm. what we're made to do. And it's it's a beautiful thing but there are times where I'm like did I really have a kid like yeah. did I really like give birth to him yeah <laughs> you oh, know that's crazy uh it, you're so right though because I think I I mean I've been in that same place and like especially this past week I like looked at my gut and I was like why do you have to be here <laughs> like can you just feel like a little slimmer but then I'm like seriously what is the point of going through life always being so upset and wishing things were different yeah. when this life like you said Ananda we get to live it one time so why not just love it nourish your body daily and just continue to work on being a better person spiritually mentally and emotionally yeah and go from there like don't spend your whole life wishing you were someone else Mm -hmm. because then that's a life wasted I think that's very true yeah one of my friends was like yeah I want to do this but there are so many people doing it and I'm like yes so what the only difference yeah. between you and yeah. them is that yeah. they did it and it doesn't mean they're oh, they're more talented than it. you or less talented uh-huh. it just means they they did it and mm-hmm. i think that's what a lot of people even if some people are maybe underqualified or they didn't have the right education however you want to call it the uh-huh. only difference between you and them is that they decided to go for it yes yeah anybody oh, can so do anything okay. they want to mm-hmm. do exactly that is so true And again, kind of to bring it back to what you said, like right at the beginning, is if you do something with your whole heart, that's what's going to lead what you're doing. Yeah. You know, I think Mm -hmm. we often get stuck in the mindset of like, how are the logistics going to work? How is this going to happen? And if we just pursue it, if we know that this is something that's meant for us and that's on our heart for a reason, if we just do it, it will fall into place and align as it's supposed to. Yeah, and it's not going to be perfect the first time. No. No way. No. I mean, I guess it was the same when you started the podcast, right? You didn't know how it was going to turn out, but you just started. 
Yeah. Honestly, yeah. yeah. Like, I remember when Tiffany first messaged me, and, like, I just went on um, an episode just to guest speak. Yeah. And, like, I had no idea that this is what it would lead to. Neither did I. I was like, nobody's going to want to listen, like, right? Like, I was like, that's when, like, the negativity started happening. Like, nobody's going to want to listen. Nobody's going to want to do this. But then I was like, I have found my voice, so I have Mm. gotten something out of this. Yeah. And then when I asked Valerie to co-host... She said, yes, I knew something was happening here, yeah. you know, yeah, and it's amazing. exciting. I told her, I was like, next year on a one year anniversary of a podcast, like we're going to be, it's going to be insane. Yeah. Like just the progress we've made, like yes. it's going to be awesome. I love that. So, it's so cool. But yeah, well, Ananda, honestly, it was such a pleasure. Yeah, it was. Beyond words, honestly, to have you on this podcast and just you know, listen to your story a little bit more because you are such an insightful and beautiful woman inside and out. Yes. Oh, thank you. I'm just nodding with everything. <laughs> I'm feeling like super thankful. <laughs> oh, good. It was, it's so amazing to hear these stories. And again, if we, if we didn't get out of that zone of comfortability, and I mean this for all three of us, we wouldn't be sitting here doing this podcast. Yeah. So... So I'm glad we all did. I know. Thank goodness. Thank goodness we just said, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, well. Well, I'm excited to read your book. So like I said, I'm super excited. And I'm going to be DMing you like, girl, this was amazing. Yes, absolutely. Any feedback is welcome, really. Aw. I can't wait. And again, I'm going to link everything in the show notes as well. So for people coming across Mm -hmm. our podcast for the first time or hearing about Ananda for the first time, you guys can have easy access to the book and her social media as well. Mm -hmm. So you have no excuse not to stay up to date with her. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys so much. Of course. You are so welcome. Thank you for coming yeah. on here and having time out of your craziness right now I to know. sit here and I know it's probably late at night there and I just want to say thank you no for... it's seven no. so I'm gonna have oh it's okay yeah it's not okay yep so I know we planned it so we got here earlier so we wouldn't be like uh-huh. calling you at like 10 p.m like hey how yeah. are you <laughs> I would have done it energy yeah. of your day yes <laughs> no honestly but, like what's also a good tip is notice when you're around people whether they give uh-huh. you energy or they take it away from you and yeah. you guys you gave me energy I'm, I'm able to stay up the whole night right now <laughs> I'm gonna stay up the whole night no but really, <laughs> well like the funny thing is too because of the time difference sometimes Ananda will message me when it's like 10 or 11 p.m our time because mm-hmm. that's when her day starts out mm. and like I kid you not the energy Ananda that I sometimes get I'm like okay cool we can stay up till 2 a.m doing all the crazy <laughs> cool things that we want to do right yeah. um, so that's a really awesome note to leave this podcast yes. on yeah thank uh, you thank you thank you oh my gosh and I'm just so excited to see you continue to grow and for this book to just go to the hands that it needs to go to mm-hmm. and yeah yeah i'm excited all right well thanks again ananda and i am sure that more amazing things are to come from you and we can't wait for that all right thank you and you too all right bye girl bye